T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA, Thursday afternoon. I'll remind you that uh, Attorney General Jason Miaris is going to join us uh, about an hour and a half from now. 5.05 is when we are uh, expecting him to join us. There's lots of stuff to talk about, especially now with Loudoun County as a result of that special grand jury's investigation. Getting rid of that school superintendent who fundamentally said, hey, yeah, sure, there was a girl that got attacked, but it it just doesn't go along with this woke agenda stuff. So uh, I'm going to say that I'm not aware of anything going on. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of spitballing here and uh, paraphrasing, but that's that's what the message was. And even the uh, Loudoun County School Board said, yeah, that's that's just no good. So he's gone and. Jason Miaris can fill us in on what happens next to protect our kids in school. Congress, uh, before it's turned over to the Republicans, the leadership and the majority, uh, trying to ramp through a whole bunch of stuff. Our good friend Congressman Rob Whitman, who represents the first district in our beloved uh, Commonwealth, is joining us. Congressman, good afternoon, sir. Jeff, great to be with you. Thanks uh, again for the opportunity. It's always great, great to join you. Oh, well, the pleasure is always ours. I hope you know that. You've got a lot that's going on up there. You want to uh, just sort of give us the lay of the land. What are they trying to get through while they still have that majority in the House, the Democrats? Well, as, as you as you uh, saw saw uh, today, of course, the National Defense Authorization Act did pass, which is a good thing. And the good thing about that bill is that it had provisions in there to rescind the vaccine mandate for our military, which we know is highly problematic. We know that the pandemic is over, that the utility of this requirement uh, was not in any way, shape or form beneficial to the military. We saw the recruitment and retention issues there. So this helped us get around that as well as get us on the path to rebuild our military. We are in many areas severely short of where we need to be to deter the Chinese. And for that matter, if we ever find ourselves in the conflict with the Chinese to be able to prevail. So you know, even our leaders there uh, that look at where we are in relation to China say overwhelmingly that we're not where we need to be, that the risks continue to increase. China's doing things faster than we are. This bill gets us on a good track. It doesn't catch us up immediately, but it certainly sends a signal that we're serious about deterring and if called upon to defeat the Chinese, although let's make no bones about it. That is going to be an incredibly challenging task. But I think this puts us in a good position to, to be able to do that. You know, there's a whole laundry list of bills that they're trying to get through. They try to tack on to the National Defense Authorization Act. 
uh, the permitting reform bill that Joe Manchin wanted to put forward. Luckily, it didn't make it on there. And some other uh, end-of-the-year bills that they wanted to put on there. They wanted to put on this, uh, this, this voting bill that would essentially federalize elections, and we all know that uh, constitutionally that's not what uh, should be done or what works. I believe uh, state-run elections are what works, and we want to make sure we keep it there. I think it steps way outside what the, the constitutional directives are to make sure that we have a system that is indeed based upon you know, our neighbors and our commonwealth. Um, managing and adjudicating the election, not having it become federalized, which I think is the wrong way to go. So that's another element that didn't make its way in the bill, but there's an effort there. They, you know, The one major thing left to do, Jeff, is the appropriations bill. And of course, we're operating under a continuing resolution, which is a short-term funding measure through the 16th. Now, I don't think that we're going to have a solution to the spending by that time. I think you'll probably have another short-term CR that'll take us up to Christmas Eve. Mm. And I'm a little bit suspect as whether we'll get something done then. And if I had to bet, I'd say that we will be back in town the week after Christmas to try to finalize any sort of spending uh, solution that may be there. We may end up with another continuing resolution that takes us through next year, which without appropriations for our United States military would be catastrophic. So I think what you might see, too, instead of an omnibus bill that puts together all 12 appropriations bill is maybe a standalone defense appropriations bill and then a continuing resolution for the entire next year. So lots of different moving parts on what's going to happen in the weeks to come. One of the things they were also trying to jam in there, and I don't know, maybe they stick it in with, with, with a, another bill coming through, is this uh, federal payout for for old time media. Now it's not uh, it's not conservative talk radio. They're looking to prop up. It's not anybody with an independent voice. Uh, it is the uh, the usual suspects on the left that they're trying to take my taxpayer money and 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 hand it over to them. Where where is that whole JCPA thing? Yeah, but listen, the, the the JCPA they've been trying to include that in every effort moving forward with legislation so far. We've been able to successfully keep it away. As you know, the JCPA is really about supporting legacy media sources, saying somehow that if they can't exist on their own, that they have to be supported by the government. I believe strongly that that is not the case. Government does not have a role to support various elements of media. Uh, the media elements uh, should be based upon functioning in a free market economy, not with government support, because uh, we know with that 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 creates uh, an inherent bias there with who the government's going to support and who they're not. And as you said, uh, this isn't supporting all elements of media. It's only supporting certain elements of media that that are projecting a certain viewpoint. So yep. we know how incredibly biased this is, and we've done everything we can to make sure that it doesn't end up in any of these bills as we are finishing up this 117th Congress, and we will do everything we can to make sure that it doesn't show up there. I think it would have a tough time getting 60 votes in the Senate. Uh, it, it would, obviously, with the other side having the majority in the House, it could indeed pass the House, although I think maybe in some sense there might even be some difficulties there, but doesn't mean that they won't stop their effort to try to get the JCPA in whatever vehicle uh, that happens to be I'm moving through the House and the Senate. As we know, this is kind of like the train at the station. That's the last train leaving leaving the town. Everybody wants to get on it, and right. this is the situation where every piece of legislation that people's on, uh, that's on people's wish list, they're trying to attach it to these last 
legislative efforts before the end of this Congress. So, Rob, and I remind everybody, Congressman Rob Whitman, who represents the 1st District, is joining us. Rob, you, you're looking, at, as you said, the 117th Congress. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is moving away. The Democrats have selected a an election denier, Hakeem Jeffries, yeah. to lead, lead their efforts going into the 118th mm-hmm. Congress. But what is going to happen with the speaker's race? Bob Good was here just a couple of days ago. We've had Andy Biggs mm-hmm. on, and, and and they've said flat out they absolutely positively will not vote for Kevin McCarthy, and without those votes, mm-hmm. he doesn't have enough Republicans. How is this going to play out? Yeah, well, listen, I, I think ultimately Kevin ends up with the 218 votes that he needs. And remember, there are some things that can happen procedurally, with whether or not people, you know, vote for somebody else or just vote present. So I know Kevin's continuing to have conversations with members. I think all of us are concerned about the scenarios where potentially we have a speaker that's not a Republican, and that is indeed, you know, a potential reality there. And folks said, oh, no, no, that'll never happen. I said, well, be careful because it's happened before. and We've seen it happen in state legislatures. In fact, Bruce Westerman got up and gave an example of what happened in Arkansas, where there was a very, very close uh, majority of Republicans there, and they actually ended up voting for a Democrat as speaker. And remember, you know, a Democrat as speaker has no obligation to uh, appoint uh, Republicans as committee chairs, to do committee assignments based on the majority. So, you know, it's kind of a slippery slope there. And, you know, I understand people uh, having disagreements about where things go procedurally. Uh, and for those folks that say, oh, it's impossible, there'll never be a Democrat speaker. It is not impossible. It has certainly happened before. So mm. I just want to make sure that we continue to have conversations, that they're constructive conversations, that we look at, you know, who is the individual that will get 218 votes to become the next Republican speaker, not somebody that, you know, is is a uh, a speaker that becomes a speaker with votes from the other side. I just don't think that that puts us in a place where we can operate the way we need to. Uh, and I am very, very concerned about that. So anyway, so listen, I, I understand and respect people's, uh, you know, viewpoints on sure. where leadership needs to be going forward. I just want to make sure at the end of the day that we have a Republican as speaker. And again, if you look at who can get 218 votes or who can get a combination of votes for an individual or people that vote present, uh, then I, I think you need to look really hard and fast about what's in our best long-term interest because anything anything other than that puts us in a high state of uncertainty. And, and once that happens, you know, anything is anything is possible. And for those folks that say it's not, I would argue that, you know, history shows us otherwise. Let me ask you, with the Republican majority and a Republican speaker, as we move into this uh, 118th Congress, where mm-hmm. will we see Congressman Rob Whitman serving in terms of committees? Well, I, I'm going to uh, ask to continue to serve on the House Armed Services Committee. I am currently the ranking member or the, the Republican leader on the CPOW Projection Forces Subcommittee. I would like to stay on that committee. In our conference, though, we have rules on term limits. So we are term limited. So I have served three terms in that leadership role on the Sea Power Subcommittee, so I cannot continue to serve in that leadership role. I can continue as a committee member, but I cannot continue to serve in a leadership role there. So I hope to go over and serve as the chairman of the Tactical Air and Land Subcommittee, which is the largest of the subcommittees from a a standpoint of portfolio there 
on the House Armed Services Committee, and I hope to be the vice chairman. That is the second in command of of the committee. So that's that's what I'm looking for, and continue on the House Natural Resources Committee, and to continue on the subcommittee on fisheries. I'd like to be on the committee on minerals and energy also in the in the new Congress. All right. Well, listen, I I, I like the sounds of all of that. I I, I know your work. I'm. Uh... I mean, it sounds silly. I'm a fan of what you've done up there. I'm a supporter, Thank you. Uh, as you know, in addition to being a, a very, very happy constituent. And uh, in that regard, Rob, for folks who are your constituents, and of course you just picked up a whole new group of constituents in Western Henrico and uh, I guess down into Chesterfield as well. Yes. They, they may not be familiar with your, your district offices and how they get in touch with you. What, what's the best way for them to, uh, to do that? Absolutely, Jeff. Well, they can go to our website, which is Whitman, that's W-I-T-T-M-A-N, dot house, dot G-O-V. And remember, um, you can go there, but you can't now officially communicate with us through email until after January the 3rd. And that's just a rule that's here in the House because we still represent the old district until we're sworn into the new district. But I tell folks, don't hesitate to go there uh, to call our district offices. All of our phone numbers are there. Call us. We're going to do a lot of transitioning to make sure we keep up with existing cases, but we also want to make sure that we are ready to go on January 3rd. So call our office and go to our website, look up the information. Uh, if it's something that is not timely, uh, you know, January 3rd, we are all in. We will be moving our offices. We do have one currently in Mechanicsville, mm-hmm. uh, but the move will be taking place next week. We will now have an office located in, on Cox Road oh. in Henrico County, which is essentially Innsbruck. Uh, We will have a satellite office in Chesterfield. We will have an office in Yorktown, Virginia, which is the peninsula area. And then we will keep our office in Tappahannock. So anybody in your listening area and all of those areas that I talked about are in your listening area. Folks can go uh, to those offices. They can go online and we'll get you all the information that you need. I just ask folks to be patient with us in this transition. Uh, We will do all we can to make sure that we help you. There may be a little bit of a delay until January the 3rd, but don't hesitate to call us. We are there to serve you. Well, I I can say on a very, very personal level, I've experienced it up close, and uh, your your staff out here in the district offices have never been anything uh, except professional and helpful and just over-the-top good. So uh, the the folks that are new to this, I think, are in for a a very real treat, uh, having you as their member of Congress. Well, we are anxious to be uh, there to go to work for them. So please, folks, give us a call. Go to our website, and we are standing by, ready, willing, and able to help. I love it. All right, well, Rob, I know you got a million things you're doing there, and uh, I don't know that we'll chat before then, so let me just uh, wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and uh, we'll, we'll chat soon again, I hope. That sounds great, Jeff. We're looking forward to it. And to all your listeners, I wish that you all have an incredibly blessed Christmas and happy new year and happy holiday season for everyone out there and uh as again if folks need us please don't hesitate to give us a call and we wish everybody's god god's continued blessings thank you so much that is congressman rob whitman he is one of the good guys and it's going to be interesting to see what does in fact happen with the race for speaker I, I I don't have any more information than than i just got from congressman whitman and from congressman good the other day so it will be interesting. I, I would advise everyone who is part of this process, we need a Republican as Speaker of the House, just so we're all very, very clear on that. It has to be a Republican who is Speaker of the House or that majority 
quite frankly, is useless. That's just the hard truth. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 